What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Summer is almost here and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with the beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. <laughs> Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Guys, our nanny quit. <laughs> yeah, she gone. <sighs> oh, way to wind what down What are we going to do? Monday. Well, this is really funny, and this isn't a spot. I don't even know if this is a spot, but so I've been using care.com. So on the way here... We're see we're trying to find a, a nanny here, which we ended up finding one here um, for the short term mm-hmm. time that we're in Los Angeles. But we're also looking for a nanny in Nashville, and I just don't understand some of these girls that post pictures on Care.com because I'm like, don't you know the females hiring? It's like he's I'm laughing in the car, and he's like, why are you laughing? I said because I don't understand some of these girls' profile pictures because the wives are hiring. Like, I don't, I don't see a guy going on care.com and going through the nannies. I mean, maybe they do. And that's, that's awesome. But you know, I personally am doing it and I'm laughing because this one photo is like, hi, I'm 22 years old and I have perky boobs. Like don't, don't post the perky boob photo. Like you're not going to be hired. I'm not hiring you. So I just said, no, thanks. I mean, (laughs) and I'm not saying post an ugly photo. I'm just saying don't post if you're if you're young if you're younger than like twenty I I don't know dress for the part dress for the part you should dress for the part so to the girls out there that are on care.com, I wouldn't put your Instagram <laughs> right the same profile picture as your Instagram <gasps> as your care.com picture yeah because I'm like no I'm not gonna hire you sorry not that I don't trust my husband not that I don't trust you know whatever I just I well I'll say this I just think it's not smart. For, I mean, you look at some of these nannies and I'm like, well, you kind of asked for it. 
she's kind of hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're in close quarters. Right. Not saying that Ben Affleck was wrong, but you look at the nanny and I'm like, well, she's really cute. You're just playing with fire. You're playing with fire. It's like bringing raw meat into a tiger cage, isn't exactly. it? Like, why do it? Why bother? There's plenty. And uh, there's another one, too. Um, Gavin Rossdale. Jude Law. Oh, yeah, yeah, Gavin Jude Law. Oh, Gavin Rossdale. Yeah, but look at, look at those nannies. They were, they yes. were actually... They were cute. Yes. And right. then more spent time together, they're even cuter. And right. their wives, they're mad at their wives, but they're not mad at the nanny. So they're going to be nice, you know, and they're going to like the nanny. I think the same thing goes for like assistants or- Oh, 100%. An old friend of ours in Nashville, like his assistant- Oh, yeah. Was a beautiful young woman and he ended up getting, he had a, oh. he had a beautiful wife and like three kids. And, yeah. And even with the first time we met that her- Oh, I was like everyone. We were with Jana and like, her band, and we're all, we're all just kind of like, mm, <laughs> that's probably not a good idea. Uh, yeah. And if so, you're on a it, diet, don't bring a chocolate cake into the house, right? right exactly. I mean, isn't that? And a- here's the deal. I and I I want to say this because I know Brittany or one of our former nannies listens to the show. It's not that Brittany wasn't cute because I think Brittany, you're 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 so cute. But there's a different thing that women g- girls put off. Like I mean, Brittany was like. How would you describe Brittany? I mean, she's so cute, but she doesn't put off the... No, Brit, Brit. I mean... Brit, Brit. <laughs> Brit, Brit. Brit, I mean, she was one of us that, like, she was part of the family, and, like, she's one of the guys. Yeah. Like, her hang, she's, like, one of the guys. Totally, but not in a way where I feel like some of these girls, maybe some of those nannies, like the Ben Afflecks and the Gavin Rosdells nannies, they put off more of a sexier vibe. And I just think that, like Mark said, it's putting meat into the cage and what? Meat into the cage? I put raw meat into the tiger cage. Yeah. I'm not right. sure that works, but it just seems like why bother? Yeah. Why why even put that temptation out there? Right. Let's you just want, like, focus on each other. An Alice from Brady Bunch vibe, right? <laughs> yeah. So, That's, I mean, yeah. I'm going for the more... Oh, 100% yes. Alice. Yeah, 100%. I love that you had to reference a photo. Like, I... I I did watch the Brady Bunch. Yeah, sometimes it works to have it right in front of you. You're very young, and we <laughs> no, assume, assume that you don't get those references. <laughs> not at would all. You ever, would you ever hire a Manny? Well, I asked you about that one guy. I said, what about this guy, Timothy? Well, he, yeah, well, he also looked like he <laughs> <laughs> he has some issues, but. Well, I would hire a guy. I would hire, I would probably, I'd be, honestly, I'd I'd rather hire a gay man well, over yeah. a straight man. Oh, for sure. Not saying that I would be tempted, but. No, I, and that's not, that wouldn't even be my reason for not hiring a guy. It wouldn't be that. It's just. I think there's still something, there's just some jobs in this world that are just women are better suited Watch for. Yourself, how you no, I'm no, I'm not saying it's from a biological yourself. standpoint of women are naturally more nurturing. Agreed. Yeah. So it's just the, a softer approach, a, yeah. you know, more like it's just, it's just your human nature. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it's a safer bet over. And I feel like when it comes to that stuff, women are able to, you're able to kind of feel their energy. Right. Uh, Easier than you are men. It's funny though. I was starting to read reviews though about some of the girls because I've narrowed it down to a couple girls in Nashville and they're all, one's a little young. I really want to go older. I, I like, or I like the 50 year, the fi- between 40 and 50. I like that range because they're not, they don't care about Instagram. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Like this is their job. Mm-hmm. They're not looking to just. They don't have a lot of social plans. And, yeah. and also they've probably raised their own kids. hundred percent. Yes. And have a yes. lot of experience. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I lean towards that, but then I also like, again, I like the way Brittany was like, let's go to the zoo and let's do this. And I'm like, you have so much more energy than me, which I like in a younger person. Cause I see that a, a lot of younger people do that, but here's the interesting and you can thing. Kind of, younger people, you can kind of like workhorse. You can kind of work them <laughs> a little bit more. You know what I mean? They, they're not jade. Like you got to work them. They got to earn their stripes. Yeah. But 
so I was reading some of the reviews on some of the girls and this one girl, which I liked and then ended up saying no to one of the reviews said that she was, she was playing the parents against each other and ended up this, this like no joke on care. They were, she was playing them against each other. And now they like so much so that they're divorced and they, her whole intent was to get into the father's life. Like she was so manipulative that she made the guy think that his wife was crazy. And then they ended up like hooking up. This is a review. A review? A review. Who wrote the review? The wife. Oh my God. Yeah. I was reading this like, this is some juicy stuff on care.com. I mean, two stars because she did great laundry. (laughs) No, she actually only had one because I was like, why does she have one star? This isn't good. And then I said, nope, no thanks. Don't need you in the house. I will say about around that though, I think for that to happen, mm-hmm. the husband and wife clearly didn't have very good communication. Yeah. Because I feel like if someone like we hired somebody and they try to do that with us, we'd come to each other and be like, Hey, so and so is saying you said this, you're doing this this way. And you'd be like, What? No, I don't we know how we're doing no, I didn't do that. Yeah. And we'd be like, Okay. Like we'd we would smell blood in the water like pretty quick, be like, All right, this isn't I would hope so. We would, because we talk about I'm just having a lot of anxiety, though, because we have a lot of trips coming up. We're going to Scotland. We have our podcast tour, which, by the way, um, is in May. So you guys get your tickets, Boston, Virginia, New York. But I'm scared because we have this new nanny coming in. And I've just heard all the horror stories. And I'm she seems great. I really like her energy. She has two boys. She's from Greece. She's, you know, she's in her 50s, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, she, but I'm still so scared. I see those things on the news and I don't, I'm just scared. Like, what if she's crazy? What if she just hurts our children? I'm like, I'm genuinely having anxiety. Will about you that. have a, a nanny cam of some sort? Yep. We're getting, so we just, we bought, we bought five oh, <laughs> cameras. <gosh>. Wow. <laughs> There's this new uh, system called blink. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-mm. It works with Alexa, but there's these little small cameras. So we're going to put them in the kids rooms, which we already have cameras anyways, but I just want them more around the house. But even so, if something were to happen, we're not there. Are they hidden cameras? No, they're not hidden. She'll camera. know. She'll know she's on camera. We're gonna have it. So, because before we just had one in Jolie and Jason's room, but now we're gonna have one in the living room. So you can see the whole the kitchen. You can see the living room. We're gonna have one, uh, another one in Jason's room, mm-hmm. so we can see it all on the same device. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna have it all over. Well, like, what if something were to happen and we're not there? We're in freaking Boston doing mm-hmm. wind down, or mm-hmm. we're in Scotland. How do you? I mean, you just call the police. I think. Uh, I mean, because <laughs> this is gonna be a new nanny. I think it'd be smart to maybe have Julie or somebody just stop by every uh-huh. now and then. Yeah. And just be like, hey, you know, our new nanny's name. Be like, hey, you know, Julie's gonna stop by. Just, you know, a familiar face. See how the kids are doing. Checking on things. It's just weird because when Jolie was little, I traveled with her everywhere. I mean, she's, yeah. she went everywhere. Since she was six weeks old, she was on a bus with me. Mm-hmm. We flew, went everywhere together. So mm-hmm. I feel like this is kind of the first time we're having to have this situation when we're not actually with the kids. And why not? Because you're working so much when you're, when you're on Well, we trips. can't bring him to Scotland. So, because it's, I mean, with a baby and Jolie, I mean, the flights were already so just, expensive. It's just because we so, have two kids now. It's, when it was just it's just one harder. Kid, it, was it was easier. Just, it was easy. And we didn't have to buy her a seat yet. And if we were, because we're technically still in LA, so the podcast tour is in May. So again, it'd be flying a lot of flights and that's just a lot for two kids. So, and then on top of that, having to have a 
someone to help us watch the kids when we're winding down on stage. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look, it's all champagne problems, but I think just I'm having, I, I'm very interested to hear some nanny stories. So email in Kramer at iheartmedia.com. Oh, careful, do you, re- do you really want to hear that? <laughs> I do, because I want to know what I have to be fearful of. And then maybe I, maybe moms too that. This is only going to fuel your imagination. My imagination is so effed anyways. True. I mean, the things I think about movie-wise in my head, it's just stupid. So This is a, an issue today. Is it that is. Between, basically, it's the internet, I think. But between local news and the internet and the movies we watch, every possible bad thing. Every time one of my daughters is like, I remember this time she went around the block to walk her friend home. I, I could almost see her the whole time. But I had to follow. She didn't want me to. Said, no, I'm just going to take her. So I would hide behind trees following her because as soon as she's out of my sight, I think of J.C. Dugard. Remember J.C. Dugard? That? Maybe I'm too young. She was walking to school when she was <laughs> oh, 10 years yes. old and oh lived in a shed for the next 20 years yes. having oh the God. baby of oh, her captor. That was the, oh, the room. Right. The room was based on, I think, oh. based yeah. on that idea. It but it's yeah, the it same. Uh, I, can't, in the, in, I was working at a news station when that went down, so I had to write a whole bunch of stories on it. I know oh way too much about that story, mm-hmm. and it haunts me. Yeah. But the question I always ask is, 50 years ago to 30 years ago, was the world just as dangerous as it is now, but we didn't have the internet to know about it? Or has the world actually gotten more dangerous since then? Do we know the answer? I don't think we know the answer. I think, that's, yeah, what a great question. I think the world's gotten more dangerous because of the exposure to everything. Are we fueling it, though, is my question, too. You know, are we fueling that badness in this world? I mean, instant gratification doesn't help Yeah. when people want things. You know what I mean? There's no, I feel like. To feed the, almost like the, what's the adrenaline rush to be evil? I guess. People have that. It's, I mean, and it doesn't help too that we live in LA County and every night on the news, it's like watching a movie. It is. Like it is, it's ridiculous. Like we've had to turn the news off because we're like, we don't even want Jolie seeing another Mm -hmm. police chase, another ridiculous car accident another shooting another day de- i mean it's it's literally like watching a movie every night on the news yeah it's it's it is scary though and to your point mark what you said we our our entire back yard is fenced in i mean tall 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 fences mm-hmm. but sometimes when i'm in the kitchen because the, the kids will go out and play like when she has camden over they'll go out and play in the backyard sometimes i'm like i feel like i have to be up at 24 7 because what if someone hops over the fence yeah. even though it's a very hard fence to hop over because mm-hmm. it's i mean how tall is the fence it's tall. It's like, like 10 8, 8 10 feet 8 10 feet or 8 feet but still i'm like we're in la like someone could easily hop over the fence somehow get the kids and then you know she's jc we had the same rules we had the same you cannot play in the front yard period okay you yeah. only play in the backyard mm-hmm. and we'd be out there if they were playing in the backyard we yeah. would just sit and watch them because we were that paranoid but that's the helicopter parenting and the lawnmower parenting that they call it that that is affecting this next generation and it's because mostly of our paranoia because when we were kids we got to play outside front yard backyard neighbor's house we'd ride just up and be down home the streets. When, just be home when it's dark exactly yeah. and and we were fine and i maintain i i can't believe that there are more kidnapping child molesters in 2019 than there were in 1989, 79, 69. I can't believe that that's changed that much unless it's all copycats and people getting ideas from the internet. But I I think it's got to be the same. I mean, it'd be interesting to talk to a um, law enforcement on that, just to ask their question because, um, well, unless that wasn't booked then. So maybe things people... I think think too, just a general psychologist on the mindset of, you know, evolution of humans over the last 50 years, like you said, and I mean, shoot, I remember, like, you know, my dad would tell me, you know, he went to James Madison like I did. He would hitchhike 
if you wanted to go home for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Literally just hitchhike. It's like, that's unheard of today. That won't happen, you know, because you can't trust anybody. But nobody. Like, nobody. But back then, you could just be But like, are you yeah, going to be more trusting? And so when we move back to Nashville, which, by the way, our house is delayed. That was a fun email to get from the builder. Um, so we're going to be living out of an RV in the summer, That's literally. Right. Like, you're laughing, but well, this isn't even a joke. We're about like, to Griswold We are up. 100% Griswolding it. <laughs> you know, well, there's, there's, there's zero joke to that. Like, no. I mean, we, we are... We have an Airbnb. We have our final move date out of LA. We have our air, and we were supposed to move straight from here into our house. But instead, we are going to an Airbnb for a month, and then we're getting an RV, and we're going up to Michigan for Fourth of July, and then after that, we're going to RV until our house is ready because wow. it is just it's too expensive. Come home, baby. <laughs> so I don't know awesome. where we're going to be, but just wave to us on the road. Part of me <laughs> wishes your kids were older because what the, what a memorable summer that would be. It would be yeah. super yeah. cool if the kids were a little older. It would be really cool. <laughs> but I yeah, just can't believe it. I'm like, wow. Us, two dogs, and What's two happened? kids, and see where we end up. <laughs> Who knows? <gasps> oh my God, I'm so stressed. But what were you going to say? Do I feel more comfortable in oh, Nashville Oh yeah, with so that? in Nashville, I mean, we're, we're going to have a fenced backyard, but are you going to be more comfortable because we're in Nashville? Yeah. But there's still crazies everywhere. For sure, but... It's a numbers game. I mean, we don't have, yeah, it's a numbers game. I Think mean, how populated LA County is. True. And all the mess that's going around here and homeless people that are walking in front of our house. Yeah, that's like, so weird. on our block. Mm. That happens because we're in LA, no matter where you live. Yeah. So in Nashville, we're not going to have homeless people in our suburban neighborhood 30 minutes outside of downtown Nashville. Fewer well, people, less crime. Right. And I'm sure you did the homework on your neighborhood. I'm sure it's a nice crime, low crime neighborhood. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great. But like you said, anything can happen. So I still to Mark's point, I mean, I see why helicopter parenting is a thing because no one, you just you want to protect your kids. I I think parents back then were just ignorant of the world. They didn't have the 24/7 news cycle that uh, they yeah. have now and people <laughs> had to find out the hard way the evil that's out there. Right. Well, to brighten things up a little bit, we have some really cool guests. And actually, I just got up to date about the whole Fire Festival. Did you, Mark Easton, have you guys watched Fire Festival? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. So I just watched it this morning. So we have Seth, uh, was it Crossno? He, he was an attendee. And then his lawyer, Stacey Miller, they're going to be in studio. So I, I have so many questions about it. Did you watch the Netflix or the Hulu? Netflix. Well, which one was it? The Netflix. Yeah, I watched that one too. I love it. I which one was the, the difference of the Hulu? I didn't one? see the Hulu one. I didn't either, but okay. they're similar. I mean, okay, they're similar, similar ideas, some of the same people, but I mean, I don't know. The Oh, you know, I, I just watched the Hulu one. Oh, the, oh really? The Hulu uh, had an interview with Billy McFarlane. In- interesting. Yes, but he, and then Netflix didn't because before, he- Before, after prison, or his sentence. Uh, before. Okay. So he, he was like about to go in. He wanted a bunch of money for the interview. Of so, course he did. Right. Of course, yeah. So Netflix was like, we don't want to pay that. Right. And Hulu was like, let's have it. <laughs> I thought it was fascinating. Is, um, he's not in jail, right? He's in jail right now, isn't he? Or is he oh, he is? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's currently incarcerated. Okay. I wasn't sure if he like got on a bail or anything like that. But then, okay, so we have the Fire Festival um, attendee and lawyer, and then the Roloffs are in studio, who I just, I love them. So they're so sweet. So it's going to be a fun show. It's I'm excited. Be a lot of fun. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. 
But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you my medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide. So you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. 
Okay, so catching up real fast, um, he Billy is his name's Bill, right? Billy Bill. McFarlane. Billy McFarlane. He is in prison. Yes, he's currently incarcerated in Orange County, New York. Whatever happened with Felicity and uh, and Aunt or, Becky? And Becky, it's changing by the day. Okay. So as of today, which is around noon on Tuesday the ninth. Yesterday, Felicity Huffman pled guilty. The reason she did that was to minimize her sentence, but the prosecutors are only accepting pleas that include prison time. What? So the minimum would be four months. Her lawyers are going to fight for zero, of course, but it looks like four months. Now, Lori Lachlan's in a whole different situation. Because hers was twice. Like, no, she did for two kids. Well, hers was 500 grand as opposed to 15 grand, and I guess that's Uh, the major difference between the two. uh, Yeah. So she's looking at two years if she pleads. Wow. Or pleads, pleads out, accepts a plea bargain. She's looking at two years minimum. Wow. If she does it and fights it, it could be a lot more than that. And then today she was a char- she was charged with additional counts, what? which to me makes me wonder: Did she not accept the plea? So then, because the danger was, if you don't accept the plea, there's more charges coming. Ooh. So I wonder if she didn't accept the plea because now she's charged with uh, conspiracy to commit money laundering. What on top of everything else? And that's the thing: if you don't accept the plea. It's not like you can try to fight it, realize you're not going to win. These more tra- charges add on. Like, oh, let me go back to that original. No, can that, I have the original? That so they don't do that. And, no, that deal came and went, sweetheart. You got to do you know more now. This one carries a maximum sentence, a maximum of twenty years in prison. What? That's so, do you that's really think so they should be going to jail for this? Like, you're in your honest, like gut and heart of hearts. Like, do you think that they should be going to jail for this, or should they just pay a? F- it's a tough one because um, if, if other people go to jail for this, they should go to jail for this. It shouldn't <laughs> okay. be some sort of celebrity or rich people yes. or whatever like that. They shouldn't be able to pay their way out of jail. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, when you think of the crimes that really are committed that require incarceration, mm-hmm. this seems low on that totem pole. I understand that they kept other kids out of college, but they didn't kill anybody. They didn't hurt anybody. They didn't, you right. know. Right. So that's an interesting thing. I mean, there are a lot of people that are getting released from jail because of overcrowding. Yeah. So people that have committed serious crimes. Like, serious, serious. Is it bad that I have, I don't know if this is even an old-fashioned mindset, but this is just, there might be backlash on this, but my opinion with the whole prison system, depending on your crime, if you, if it has anything to do with children, molestation, abuse. You're dead. Kidnapping. uh, Kidnapping, um, murder, anything like that with children, you're gone. Take you out back. Death penalty. Death penalty. Yeah, but not even death. Like shoot him. Not even death penalty because that could be twenty years. You're on death row or something. True. Like, like instant capital punishment. Take him out back. But what ah. if what if people uh, look? I think that's heinous. Anything with kids and um, any of that stuff, I think it's so heinous. But what if someone does? Can someone change from that? Like, I mean, trust me. If it's my kid, I would want. I'll take him out back. I'll kill him. Mm-hmm. That's the interesting thing about the death penalty is people who like I, I consider myself anti-death penalty because so many there's so many wrongful convictions as as the long process of the right. judiciary. Right. But if it was my kid, yes, I'm in favor of capital punishment. So right. it's a tough. You're kind of torn on that. But if 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 it's cut and dried, I have no issue with that. Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's clear as day and there's no question behind it. I mean, what I if just, they're young and under? a lot of drugs and I mean, obviously there's still there's still variables, to, variables so in the, each equation okay. i don't i don't know what those yeah. are i didn't think them all about but all i'm saying is there's i feel like there should be some crimes in this country that yeah like you said depending on those variables age situation 
under the influence or not under the influence, his history of crime, whatever it may be, some things I just think people don't deserve another chance. Well, let me ask you this, devil's advocate. Yeah. Couldn't you argue that every crime of that magnitude, murder, child molestation, that sort of thing, there is a story. There's always there's abuse as a child, psychological yeah. right. problems, mental problems. You could argue that anyone who commits a crime like that, there's always a story mm-hmm. that could sway the opinion of and somebody. Maybe they didn't have the help of therapy to help right, them. because and they were poor. Because of their, yeah, I mean, freaking right, look you, at what's-his-face. that well, He was the, um, uh, the kid in jail that, oh, come on, that documentary that was like, ever, to make a murder. The, uh, making a murder? Making a murder. Yeah. The, the the cousin or the brother or the he was so he wasn't mental he didn't even know words right. properly he was on the, he was on the spectrum they're yeah. coercing him into yeah so i mean like i mean he could have been so easy like okay i'll kill somebody because i don't know because you said so i'll kill somebody like he did he wasn't smart you know right is there evil or is there always a reason no for something see and like that this? and that's that to your point i understand i understand that you could go back on everybody and there's some kind of story but i truly feel that there are evil to do some of these things you are evil mm. Ted Bundy is an evil person. Stuff like that, you are an evil, evil, evil person. Yeah. Regardless of what's happened to you in your life, you are evil. So I just feel people that are you know in that category, it's just like, why waste our tax dollars and people's time to sit on death row for 20, however, you know, 20 plus years, whatever the average is. I don't even know what the average is. To sit there. So do you think they should take Felicity and Aunt Becky out back? <laughs> oh, that's how we got into this. That heinous crime they did. I'm just curious. Like, what do you think that like they should serve? I I just think that's you know take it in, per, in you know in perspective. Like you said, like all right, was there any tax fraud? Uh, potentially, yes, because they wrote it off as a char- charitable donation because see, the guy that, disguised himself. Mm. See, that, that kind of then, stuff. Then, yeah, that's people go to jail for like, that. So right, that yeah. fraud, if it right. comes down to that, it's like, hey, I mean, the law's the law. Look, if, if they're yeah, putting away um, non-wealthy families for crimes like this, right. then you gotta. Yes, oh, I agree with that. I, what I don't agree with is making a, well, they're a celebrity, so we have to prove a point. Right. I don't like that. Make an example. Make of an them. example. Right, of them. But, right, but I think if you do it with everyone else, then do it. I think that's a great point, though, by you because that's probably why the prosecutors their plea deals all all include jail time. Right, because they ha- it's like almost they have to like their hands they'll are look tied terrible otherwise. If they don't, yeah, if and, they and, don't, and social media is covered with issues like you know uh, a black mother in somewhere right. who, who voted. <laughs> And she was not eligible to vote and didn't realize she wasn't eligible to vote. And now she's in jail. Right. You know, that sort of thing. Th- those comparisons are always going to come back and to so many defense attorneys will reference that that case. Mm-hmm. You know, Wait, I'm sorry. That's an actual case. Yeah. What? I can bring up the details on it. But but yeah. Well, I'm saying they'll, they'll reference Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman's case when, you know, their clients go through any kind of tax fraud or money issues or whatever. Like they'll start saying in, you know, Laughlin and. Huffman versus the state of you know California, this happened and they didn't get any time. Why does my client Rosa Maria Ortega voted voter fraud because she voted illegally? Says she had no idea because she doesn't speak English that well and she's doing eight years in prison. Eight years? Yeah. See that right there is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. What? That's such BS. Like how can how, how? can a ju- how Why? can a judge? And it was appealed, and it held up on appeal. And the attorney general says it's an open and shut case of voter fraud. She pretended to be a citizen. She voted, and now she's being punished. 
was she doing that to get like citizen like to pretend that she was she actually a citizen that's the prosecutor saying she wasn't a citizen she was pretending to be a citizen her her team is saying that she had no idea that she couldn't vote yeah but she lives here she voted everyone is else she a is citizen voting in the US, though? she's not right and that's the thing what's the benefit of voting what <laughs> no i no i'm saying i'm i'm from saying from a standpoint why would she purposely go vote like is there anything they're to gain because she, right they're not paying her it yeah. doesn't it doesn't give you any but if she's maybe she was trying to prove because she wasn't she's not technically a citizen of the U.S. She's so a legal permanent she's resident. She's illegal. She's not a citizen. She's a legal resident. Oh, she's a legal resident. Yeah, she's not mm-hmm. here illegally, which oh, okay. is another was, like distinction that I'm not even that clear on. The difference yeah, between a citizen and a legal permanent resident. Right. I think, but to Mark's point, she's probably just caught up in it. It's like, oh, yeah. the people she knows. Oh, this is what we do. And she's probably like, well, I'm legally I am allowed to live here. So, yeah, I guess I'll go vote. All my friends Is there are, any benefits of voting in that, her situation? Well, that's what I'm saying. What's the benefit? Well, that's her? what I'm asking. Right. Does anyone know what the benefit could be? There, she has nothing to gain. It's literally just, you know, you're right as a citizen, which she thought she was, but she's not. And she just thought she could do it, but she, she realized right. she What's couldn't. her master plan here? Right. right. Well, that's what, what I'm curious. Not, I'm like, nothing, where's the why? Her criminal you know mind. What I mean? Yeah, her where's, motive. No, I think it was just situa- a situational thing that exactly like Mark said. Leslie. Let us know. She, our girlfriend Leslie mm. always sends us notes. She's like, well, on this, I think it should have been this. <laughs> so we are so excited because in the studio, in the Wind Down studio, we have Seth Crossno and Stacey Miller. Thanks, guys. I Thank feel you. like you guys are turning, what is it, lemons into lemonade, <laughs> right? That's what we're trying I to I mean, do. you guys, I see this. You guys have um, Seth Crossno and Stacey Miller's Dumpster Fire podcast is available now wherever you listen to podcasts. So you guys are turning kind of this massive disaster into a silver lining of a podcast. Yeah, that's that's the goal. You know, um, it, there's so many stories. You know, the documentaries did a great job, but... And the ne- there's a Netflix and a Hulu one, right? Exactly. Okay. And um, there's just so much more of the story, and there's so many more things going on today. So we just felt like it'd be fun to cover it and also maybe um, draw attention to the people that were victims in the Bahamas and continue to raise awareness about their GoFundMe and stuff like that. So what's the goal behind the podcast? Not only, I know you talk about the Fire Festival, but what other things do you guys talk about? So, you know, we're kind of in this unique position where I went down there as sort of a comedy writer to sort of poke fun at the whole influencer angle. Um, and I then love that. that's, amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Let's just draw some love towards that. That's yeah. fantastic. Because like I don't, I mean, I don't look like an influencer, so like, what no, am well, I doing? No, I was watching it. I was like, I'm very curious. I'm like, what his intentions were there. Yeah. So. Although you've been pretty influential lately. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to be. Um, so you know, we thought, uh, yeah, to turn it into a podcast and maybe learn more about um, some of the things like where would all the money go? You know, like, um, you know, what else is. Uh, kind of behind the scenes that didn't get talked about on the documentaries or how much did you actually pay um are you allowed to say that yeah a little less than five thousand dollars for the whole thing okay because i know there was a couple ones there was a there was that like four thousand dollar tier and then there was a what twenty thousand yeah there's like all these different yeah did you get your money back and Um, do the, the did the people get their money back that went to the festival I have a friend who got stuck in the Miami airport and never got her money back. So she didn't even like make it down to the island. Um, so we, we ended up not getting anything from fire, fire festival or anything. So um, I don't think they, to my knowledge, made any refunds to anybody. So the people that spent 
20 plus grand. I mean, any money at all didn't get any money back. Not to my knowledge. No. no. Stacey, how did you get like into this? And with, how did you guys meet? Well, it's sort of a funny story. I, I have known Seth for quite some time. Our neighborhoods backed up together in mm-hmm. Raleigh. And Seth's younger than me, but we became friends. He ran this blog post, sort of funny content, and I was going to help sponsor him. So I did, and he would toss out things that include and tag me and that sort of thing often. Uh-huh. And one morning I woke up, and my social media on my phone was just going crazy. And I looked, and he was posting all this content from this fire festival. And he tagged me. He said, they will be hearing from Stacy. Well, I had never heard of the fire festival. <laughs> and so I was like, who oh, is he? He might be That's joking. Funny. And then the more I read, I was like, hey, this doesn't look good. Yeah. Right? right. And so I called him. And he was in the airport in the Bahamas. And as soon as I, as soon as he had said hello, I could tell it was real. he was wrecked. Yeah. He was wrecked. And so I was like, hey, man, you okay? He goes, well, he went into the story. Well, I think I'm getting ready to get out. I couldn't end in bed. You know, I'm going to sleep in two days, having anything to eat or drink. I'm pretty sure I'll get ready to get on this flight. And I said, well, call me when you get to Miami. And he did. Why didn't they cancel it? So. What is, where's, why? I just don't, did, were they going to lose more? Were they have, yeah, have had to yeah. have paid people back? Is that the issue? There were a lot of things. So Billy had uh, a lot of loans due like the week after the festival. So if he cancels the festival and people don't show up, then, you know, he's not going to get a lot of uh the income that he was planning on receiving from uh, other investors. Okay. So he had uh, like a term sheet from Comcast that I think was either 10 or 25 million, I can't remember, but they were going to invest in the festival. So I think that Billy thought if I pull this off, uh, it'll it, it it'll at least be like proof of concept, you know, first year got off to a rocky start, but <laughs> next year, you know, there'll be a Bud Light main stage, you know, like and we'll we'll show them that it works. But um he I think he just had to th- to throw it because um, you know, it's all part of like this house of cards that he was running. Do you think Billy's a bad guy or just subject to trying to over succeed and he's just delusional or do you think there's some personality? Look, issues I mean, there? he had this company called Magnesis that my understanding he was. Those the credit cards, right? Right. Yeah. And then he goes and puts on this fire festival that, which was impossible from the get go. Right. Right. And then he lures these guys out of their homes, out of their state, out of their country, and dumps them on a desert island, and the sun goes down. That's when it gets really dangerous, right? Yeah. So it all blows up. He gets indicted, right? Gets a lawyer. Right. He gets out on pretrial release and does it again. Right. The emails, right? Yeah. Right. The NYC access, AIP access stuff. Right. So to get back to your original question, yeah, I think he's a special person. I think it takes a special depraved heart to do something. I agree with you. I mean, that's definitely where my opinion is when like you said he he's done it multiple times and he, the fact that he's on, you know, pre-trial bail or whatever it was and he still had the nerve to be the same way. Yeah. Would that, we just take him out back then, babe? Is it, yeah. We talked about earlier about just taking people out back and just shoot him. I mean, he's sort <laughs> he's of, I'll, I'll, no more guy. prison sentences. <laughs> come to my, come to my court, man. I'll take yeah. care of things. Michael's court, you just take him out back. Well, yeah, that's sort of what happens when you're growing up. You take out the woodshed and you learn your lesson. That's but, right. you know, um, I've sort of coined him the millennial Madoff. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You know, he's what he is. No question. And those folks, man, you know, they can go to – Look at jail; they'll do it again. You gotta hurt them where they they're they're they keep sort of mo- their pride the most, and that's their own pocketbook. Right. How how much longer can you guys discuss the fire festival 
specifically? Like what else, are there other things that you guys are investigating and looking into that this kind of stuff has happened, just not to you? Yeah, so there are other stories of people that were um, kind of defrauded in other ways. And so a lot of the things that um, kind of the documentary just doesn't get a time to, to go into is, you know, Billy was going after unaccredited investors. So there were, you know, a couple that takes out $200,000, their whole retirement and invests it with Billy, you know, and like you don't hear those stories of those people. So there's so many levels to this that are like related to fire. They just don't make the headlines because it's not, you know, the supermodels or the beach or anything like that. So there's so many instances of that. And then also, um, just kind of the people that were involved, like what are they up to now? And they're running similar companies, similar structured companies. And you kind of want to say like, is this a scam too? So there's a lot of kind of threads to follow. How did he convince? Cause like when, you know, when we were watching the, uh, the Netflix, we didn't see the Hulu one, but the Netflix documentary, how did he convince that many people? you know, people who seem successful in their world, whether marketing and advertising, this, that, logistics. I mean, that one guy was about to suck a D. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I mean, you know what I mean? To get talk, the freaking water. He convinced these like, people. When do you just say no? Yeah. Uh, honestly, he's a talented young man. Okay? Clearly. And, and yeah. every time he went away, he came back with more money. Every time they needed more money, he'd leave and come back with a couple more million. And so the, the, everybody just, you know, thought he was going to be able to raise enough. You know, at some point, I think everybody knew that it was... right impossible yeah i mean they're like two weeks out and there's yeah. like nothing but going i mean it's crazy they were trying to a billy was trying to scam money out of seth the day before he he, he with went the fire wristbands right stuff, with the yeah. wristbands that you talked so, about on the documentary yeah i just feel so bad for the people i mean i know a lot of people are like oh it's just these rich kids that are buying but there's still people that spent their hard-earned money yeah. saved up probably to, to be there and that's just sad. A lot well, of people yeah. paid like five hundred to a thousand dollars to go, so it really wasn't this oh, okay. crazy thing. Like we, Mark and I went, and you know, we our original ticket was a thousand dollars, and okay. then we thought, all right, we'll do this VIP thing for two thousand total. And mm-hmm. then when we saw all these crazy things getting added, like twenty five thousand dollar yacht package, I was like. I think maybe we're out of our league here. So what if we just buy this like artist pass and yeah. everything will be included? And the artist pass is like twenty seven hundred. So I'm like, all right, forty seven hundred dollars. Like that's kind of my limit for this thing. But that's mm-hmm. still four or five nights in the Bahamas, a festival, right. food, drinks included. I mean, you go to a festival and it's like twenty bucks a beer. So you're you know like right. it's not too outrageous. And that was still kind of the higher. Uh, end of it like our other two friends that went you know they paid about a thousand dollars to go what was the first thing that really kind of triggered you to be like "Mm," and like kind of really start asking yourself these questions well that was so you you know you'd get emails from them and it would make you scratch your head but then you'd ask a question and follow up like the wristbands they said put you know five hundred dollars for every day you're going and i and i replied to them and i said you know we've got the artist pass we've got the vip what could i possibly need to give you any more money for and he says oh you're good don't worry um but you know if you want a plane ride or a boat ride or i'm like i'm good i don't need a plane ride on the (laughs) island um but you know that was all part of them trying to raise some money really quickly to pay back some some debts that they owed but uh um what ever happened to ja rule did he get under fire for this uh, a lawyer speaker well, yes. speaking? Well, <laughs> yes. that question. Yes. I, um, I, rest my I met with Ja Rule's lawyer. Okay. And we discussed matters. Okay. And we came to the agreement that we were gonna, both parties were going to focus on other business matters. Okay. In lawyer terms, that means what? Because <laughs> I don't understand that. That is the official line. Okay. 
But he's facing some uh, other lawsuits. Um, you know, I think they've consolidated a bunch of civil suits. Because his name one. was equally on it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, we we named him on the complaint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you go? Do you go with Seth anywhere he goes with talking about this stuff to make sure that he stays? <laughs> I like I know you guys have out. a friendship too, but is this also like kind of you know doing your job also and making sure that he doesn't say anything? Sure, and, and you know fill the questions you. that maybe he uh, um, shouldn't answer, and maybe I should answer, and, For sure. and make sure we say uh, things that we're supposed to say, and they not say things we're not supposed to say. Right, because <laughs> in this delicate of a situation, I'm sure any kind of defense on Billy's end, they're trying to, they probably you know cutting into every detail that you say to try to. Yeah, we have to be careful. So, I mean, a lot of the things that we're hearing from people are, you know, their stories of, well, this is what I experienced with Billy. So I have to say, you know, this is what John Smith says about X, Y, and Z. And I, you know, talking to credible people, I'm like, I know this is a fact, you know, and I believe this person, but I still have to frame it that, you know, this is the story we heard, play this clip, you know, because they're pretty wild stories, you know, like drug dealers on the island and stuff like that because even i mean and just like what they said that the tents were going to look like and then showing up like that oh my gosh you won the class action suit what's the timeline on collection it was something like that stacy and how do you get that much for if you didn't put it's just like so you only spent x with five thousand dollars but then but yet you're getting five million so Mm -hmm. is that just your time and your did you get ptsd like (laughs) from the ptfd we're trademarking it so from the bad beds (laughs) no what happened was there was a class action that was already filed okay Um, it's filed actually out here in california by mark garagos's firm Mm -hmm. by the time seth came back um and i met with him in raleigh there was there was a lawsuit was already filed so we had to decide whether we wanted to participate in that class action or do we want to bring our own individual action. And so we quickly determined that, that the person who, who, who got a verdict first, crossed the finish line first, was going to be in the best position to collect. Mm-hmm. So we opted not to participate in the class action. We filed our own individual case. We got a verdict against Billy for $5 million. That's both for Mr. Crossno and Mr. Thompson. Um, I get asked that question a lot, Jenna, that, well, you know, you guys only spent a couple thousand dollars. How'd you wind up with, you know, multi-five million? (laughs) And the answer to that is this. In in North Carolina, um, when you've been defrauded, the court or the remedy is you make the person whole. And the second half of that is you make sure this individual doesn't do it again. So we sued for punitive damages. Gotcha. And so it was to punish Billy, you know, one. Secondly, it was to send a message to every other person out there that's trying to, you know, separate consumers from their cash. Right. You better do it lawfully in this state. If not, you're going to get tattooed. But like, will he actually get that money? Yes, we believe we're going to be able to satisfy that judgment. Um, I can't tell you exactly the specifics of that because there's a lot of people circling (laughs) right now. So, yeah. So yes, but I just I'm curious like how you get money out of someone that has no money. I've well, always wondered that. Well, we believe he does. Where from how like there's no investors giving he's living in his or now he's in jail. But I mean before that I mean he, he lost his penthouse he lost everything so I don't understand. All of his investors are surely not giving him money. Correct. So where is it? Where is it? In in Switzerland. I, I would like to tell you, but I can't. <laughs> God, you're so annoying. <laughs> I want to know the answers. <laughs> but I mean, any assets that he had, you know, that you can, 
um, file liens on properties and things like that. Like even you if think he had he really zero owned his Maserati. Bank, no, no. But I mean, if he has any income, if he has a trust that his parents left, if he has, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So, Happy. but there's also, um, you know, we believe there are, um, you know, things not uh, in the United States, you know, being held offshore. You know, that's possibly. an answer. So, I like that. Yeah. And with a guy like Billy. I, that, I mean that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, you would think someone like that. He's got. He's got. He's yeah. When you have a private pilot that can fly you down to the Bahamas and you right. got cat bags of cash, you got something kind of easy to right, come you know, on. From what we've heard, put things places. So, do you guys want to have your own documentary, kind of spin off from your podcast? Maybe we've it's talked about it. So. Funny, he owns the uh, Fire Festival trademark. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. How? Yeah. So we were kind of keeping that <laughs> under wraps, but uh, like, but thanks for uh, <laughs> so um, <laughs> not anymore. Thanks yeah. for the exclusive. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I came back and in creating the podcast name, I'm pretty risk averse. So I call Stacy and I said, I don't want to infringe on the fire trademark. And his sister in law happens to be an IP attorney. Connects me with her. She's looking through and she says, No, you can call yours Dumpster Fire Podcast. And she said, Well, Fire Festival is actually going to expire in about a couple months. And I was like, Well, what if what if I just bought it? Like, and she's like, yeah, you can do that. And so I was like, I can say I own fire festival, like quote unquote. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, you can do that. And so I thought it'd be hilarious on the podcast. Like the B storyline is, uh, could I throw a fire festival? You know, could and you get sued though? Could people we'll sue you because now you, <laughs> I mean, from a, like a lawyer's standpoint, like, is that really smart to own that? Because people could go after him or well, it's no? an opportunity, um, for sure. But I, I don't think he, he, He's not going to set himself up for any liability of what's happened in the past. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got it. Copy yeah. That. Stacey, is this kind of taking over your practice, your law practice right now? Is just kind of working with Seth and kind of figuring all this stuff out? Well, we've certainly been very busy, but I mean, I got to tell you, I, I see these fraud cases, you know, every day. It's sort of what I do, right? Not not every fraud case involves supermodels in the, in the Bahamas. And right. That's did they get the, paid? Yeah. They did. Some of them did. But but it has been busy, but this has, uh, you know, this is in essence what, what we see all the time somebody making a material misrepresentation to lure somebody to purchase something they rely on those misrepresentations and they're damaged right we see this in essence a right. lot and with the internet out today um it, it's you know a plethora of schemes to defraud consumers wow do you feel bad at all for capitalizing on the whole fire festival thing or is it more like opportunistic like you're just kind of for yourself and you know, taking advantage of the situation. Yeah. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, one of our goals is to raise awareness for the people in the Bahamas. So we kind of put that on the forefront on all of our, um, uh, like on the website and we, you know, encouraging people to donate. And if we ever, you know, once I guess that the monies from the uh, lawsuit come in, you know, we'd be glad to donate a portion of that to the, to the Bahamas, uh, and the people there, because, um, the good thing that the Netflix film did was raise awareness to Marianne and the people mm-hmm. down there. Yeah. I think her GoFundMe was set at 123,000. And the last wow. time I checked, it reached about 230,000. Wow. That's, that's fantastic. Amazing. So she's helping because then there's a second GoFundMe with a goal of 400,000 for the, for the other workers. And so she's giving her extra to that GoFundMe because, you know, the media runs with that one. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the next one didn't pop up till like a week or two later. So, um, and then, you know, if we are able to actually put on a fire festival, we absolutely give a portion back 
you know, to the Bahamas and we wouldn't hold it in the Bahamas. We'd do it somewhere where, you know, uh, you're not going to leave people stranded. Would you um, ever take over kind of that concept and that responsibility to, I would hire the right, the right, I'd hire the right people. Cause I don't know how to throw a music festival, you know? Right. So yeah. like, I'm not, it'd be uh, pretty epic though if try. it actually happened. Yeah. You know, yeah, that would, that would be, that would be fantastic. If yeah. you were the one to be able to pull that off. Yeah. So that's kind of the goal with the trademark. It was, bought kind of tongue-in-cheek but i thought well or applied for tongue-in-cheek and so we're still through that going through that process but if it happens stay tuned well i love it well seth um and stacy you can listen to their podcast the dumpster fire podcast available wherever you listen to podcasts so thank you guys so much for coming in very interesting yeah thank you, thank you guys really appreciate it thanks hey there did you know that may is asian american and pacific islander heritage month Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you my medical emergency kit. 
When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide. So you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. That was fascinating. Yeah. There's so much. I just think it's, I don't know, the owning the fire thing is interesting to me. It seems like it would make him a target. Yeah. For people trying to make some and money. And like, why off would that. you want to redo that yeah. disaster? Right. I actually think it's ironic. I actually kind of like that part. Are the roll offs here? They are. As oh, a matter yay. Of fact. Bring them in. Um, welcome in studio, Jeremy and Audrey Roloff. Oh, Woohoo! Yay. Pleasure to be here. Did I say Jeremy again? I no, always. I, no. That's what I, she says, I, Jeremy. I, I have a I'm very hard that, time saying. Jeremy. It's, Jeremy. it's just okay. It's, it's a jer. Like Jeremy. I feel like a lot of people call him Jer. Jer. Yeah, people spell Jeremy. my name with a G all the time. So that's, that's weird. So weird. That's I a know. little weird. Yeah. You guys have a book out. You're on your book tour now. A love letter life. Yes. It's so good. It's <laughs> honestly so inspiring. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Even Michael was reading it and he was just like, they even love. come on. It's for the guys <laughs> too. Yeah. It's not yeah. an yeah. even thing. No, no. I will say you're, you're totally right. But I will say this is this is what Michael does. He'll be like, I can't wait to read this book, and he never opens it. So yeah, when right. I say yeah. even, is because he actually opened the book. I've got Do you read? Are those. you a reader? I've never been a read like a, a yeah. reader, and now I'm trying to. Yeah. And it's just mm. thing is, only time to do it is like at night, and I get five words in, and I'm gone. Yeah. Out, yeah. out like a lot. <laughs> but so. it's kind of a little bit it's of a trigger at times because he's like, I got a book. It says, you know, how to be an adult. That's one book he wants to read. And I'm like, well, baby, you actually have to open the book. Open the to, book. Yeah. To like yeah. I'm more the- of a, if I just sit on my nightstand, the words will start. When <laughs> yeah. I sleep, it just kind of reads infiltrate. itself yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah. That gets into the whole discussion of like, is audiobooking really reading? Yeah. You oh, know? interesting. See, Some yeah. people think, I because think. Because I, I think the. the You're getting the, the ingesting. The ingestion of listening is obviously way different than like read actually reading. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm on the fence of like, I don't know if you can say I read a book if you listened to it. I agree with that. Interesting. Yeah. Even for someone who doesn't. But read. I love audiobooking. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah, I just. Is I, it like listening to a podcast? I've never done an audio. Yeah, like you wouldn't say like it I read. A, you wouldn't say I read a podcast, would you? Yeah. Right. No. Never. No. <laughs> but it depends. Audiobooks though can be. It depends on the person doing it. Like it depends on the voice of the person reading the book. Because sometimes it can be so boring. Yeah, like the it's voice true. Sometimes is like they read you to monotone. sleep. You're like, oh. Yeah, it has to be. The most fun ones are the people yeah. that act like we got to read our own audiobook, which is so fun. fun. Yeah. So it's like our voices That's reading the book. Cool. It was yeah. awesome. I That's can so only cool. read from first person. Like I have a hard time reading if it says she said and this person oh, yeah. said. Mm. Yeah, it has to be from the reader. So like, 
Emily Giffen's one of my favorite authors. I love her Ooh. to death. But she writes always in that first person. So Interesting. Uh, it's uh, like I, when we read Jolie, our daughter, our three-year-old books, and it's always <laughs> dialogue. And it's like yeah, every yeah. other sentence. He said, they exclaim. But and it's just like it's tiring to read. Yes. Every sentence you have to read yeah. that you know, reaction. I have fi- if I do, I do voices in there, I don't have to say that he said and she I've said. I've started doing the do same thing. Voices, you can skip those lines. But when she that. starts to learn how to read, she's Strategy. like, wait, you're missing. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> we we, do spoke we skip though. a lot. Yeah. No, a lot of you pages. skip a Or lot. make it up. I actually don't anymore. You don't anymore? No. Really? I read her every word. Lies. Boom. Wow. Well, you guys, how old's your daughter? So diligent. 19 months. Yeah. 19 months. Yeah, are it's we, so fun. Are we going for baby two? Yeah. Are, like, definitely we want to have more kids, I'm, yes. No, I'm, I'm ready to have a, another baby. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't want them to be too far apart. I'm like, yeah. they, they got to be friends. Like, I, I don't want one to be a senior in high school looking at their freshman <laughs> sister, you know? like yeah. That's how it was with me. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? But my brother, he wouldn't even let me, like, ride in his car on the way to school. Because he didn't oh, want see. to be associated with me. See, that is what yeah. it was so sad. That's I know. Sad. Your only brother or only sibling? Um. Well. Well, no. I have technically have two half sisters. Okay. But they're super young. Yeah. But um. But yeah. So my older brother. But yeah. He he would never let me ride in his car. And if I did, I had to sit in the back. Like I could not be associated yeah. with him. Oh my god. That's where like being a twin was so fun. Yeah. We were a really Default good friend. friend. Default friend. Really? You had no choice. Yeah, we had no he choice. He was just there always, you know? Yeah, for sure. And we rode together every day, you know, unless we were doing something di- different after school. But So I love I love that kind of twin dynamic where it's like you guys embrace it. Yeah, yeah. you're just like you love each other for it. Because some don't, for so, sure. Oh, absolutely. Some for just have that call. kind of independency mm-hmm. issue where it's just like, I'm me, he's that, you know. It's, yep, yep. You don't want to be affiliated with, with each other. Can I just ask on your family side first? Yeah. Just... Is does dwarfism run genetically? I don't know how that because so, both of your parents are dwarfs, right? Jenna, what a nightmare question. I'm no. sorry. I'm like you did film a TV show, <laughs> no, so I'm like I have to like I ask about kind of it. Interesting. I'm, I'm yeah. totally yeah. kidding. I'm totally kidding. It's actually really weird. Okay. Like you guys are just as likely to have a little person as I am. Really? For us, are. because For us. we don't. Because it's a dominant gene. Well, even that sort gets, of. It's kind of confusing, but yeah, it's a dominant gene for the most part. But you know, the whole gene pool, I feel like so many people still don't know what's going on in that realm. Oh, yeah. I just know that Mike's left eye has the same left eye as Jace. So genes are like insane. Right eye. Oh, right eye. Yeah. Oh, crazy. But I mean, genes are just like nuts. Yeah, they're crazy. And so, like, I, Audrey's in my cape or a possibility of having a little person would be the same as your guys's. At the end of the day, if you broke it down, which is an interesting thing because you wouldn't think so, you know, mm-hmm. but. Is your. Is your brother a normal size? I guess, how do so, I say yeah, that? Yeah, so my I don't twin be... is a little person. Oh, Which that's is right. like the weird part about it. And then we have two, I've got a, a younger sister and then a younger brother. We're all three years apart. So Zach and I, twins, 29, sister, and then younger brother, all three years apart. And it's what's really weird is like, I'm perfectly healthy, average height person, and Zach's actually a really healthy very healthy achondoplasia dwarf so it's kind of funny how that all worked what, out what kind of, what he's an we call him acon but achondoplasia yeah what is that there's mean? like th- several hundred types of dwarfism out there it's crazy yeah so like there's different types of acons there's hypo acons there's you know it, it gets crazy there's a whole lpa little people of america there's a whole organization where people meet every year and Anyways, this is a whole rabbit trail but like it gets really <laughs> crazy there's like a were whole, kids so mean to you about your, yeah your you family? know yeah, I would say there were definitely, um, yeah, there were definitely times where it got a little intense. Like mm-hmm. even in the height of like filming, like TV years. You filmed it for how many years? 
Oh boy, this is our little six, people, big world. Yeah, this yep. is our sixteenth year. Wow. Yeah, but we're not. Fi- Audrey, we're done. Audrey and I were done. <laughs> yeah, so we stepped away two years ago to write books and just pursue some Was other passions. Was it just passions. too hard as a married couple? You know, it just. Have you done or... anything for fifteen years? It just right. no. it just gets to the point yeah. where you're like, I'm ready to go do something else. You know, and then mm-hmm. and then I married Audrey really, and it's like, whoa, we got some passion here. So let's go do something with the right. tools we feel like we've been given. Let's go exercise some of this via different avenues than necessarily, you know, the reality television show I grew up on. Plus, it just got to a point, to your point, Jenna, where it's like, it got hard. It was a little hard, you know. How did the show, you guys be on the show and when Audrey came in the picture, like, affect your dating life in, you know, in a positive, but then also yeah. a negative? That's a good question. Well, one cool thing about our book is, like, we kind of tell the story that was never told, mm-hmm. you know, because they filmed our wedding. There's like 2.4, 2.3 million people watched it. Um, but nobody followed our, our, uh, courtship and our dating, dating and that whole because process. Because we did long distance. Yeah. Our entire dating relationship. So it was like, they literally couldn't film it. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy was kind of not really on the show as much at the time. Yeah, just because he I was, was in Santa Barbara. In Santa Barbara. I was at school. How did you guys meet? So. Blind date. Oh, that's right. Set up by, yeah. set up by friends though. It wasn't just like random blind date. Yeah. We had friends. We both friends. trusted our friends that were dating. Did you watch the they show? Set us like, up. did you know? I'd never no. seen the show, uh-huh. but I knew of the show because everyone in Oregon knew of the pumpkin patch. So the pumpkin patch was like a thing before the show. It was like their family had this pumpkin patch that everyone went to every weekend in October. It was mm-hmm. a huge thing. And then, so I knew of that, but I didn't know of. Yeah. TV show. Yeah. And then our friends basically begged us. They're like, you guys have got to meet. And so we're like, okay. So we did. Yeah. Did you know from the blind, from the get go? No. Like the, really? Yeah. Well, you need to read the book. I know. I need to read the book. <laughs> well, our listeners have You better get you know, reading. Our listeners need to. That's sitting. That's sitting. That's the next one in my lineup. So I'm hoping okay. the same oh, thing. Oh, yeah. The worst What's the first thing in your lineup? <laughs> oh, the, the, the how to be an adult yeah. in a relationship. Okay. <laughs> there you go. They, they seem like compatible funny. books. It's in my queue. What do you want people to. What's the takeaway for y'all's book? Yeah, so we, it would be a success. And we're already seeing kind of some of this response come in, which is I know, just. I've, I've read, um, we follow each other on Instagram yeah. socials. And yeah. I, just, I love <laughs> just seeing everyone's comments. It's stuff. been so special. But we would want people to put down the book and feel absolutely ignited, not just ignited, but equipped and inspired to write their own love letter life, to go out and pursue a love story that they would actually want read back to them one day. So we believe we're all writing our love story. And at the end of our life, we're all going to have our life song, if you will, sung back to us. And we hope you like what you hear. Mm -hmm. In the same way, we want to live the story every single day and ignite people to do that so that when they do get to the end of their life, they have a story that they want to read that they would want read back to them. So that's Mm -hmm. what we that's like our notebook of you. Yeah, that's like our hope for what the book does to people. And I guess the reason is because we just think we believe relationships and mar- the marriage relationship specifically is just so powerful. Mm-hmm. So like, why aren't we pressing into them? How do you yeah. guys handle adversity or issues within your marriage? Because again, I mean, yeah. your, your book, the, what, the stuff that I have read in it yeah. and just yeah. talking to you guys on your yeah. podcast and everything, you guys are so in love. You guys are so affectionate and everything. But when it comes to those hard times, mm-hmm. how do you guys handle those and kind of yeah. work those up? Yeah. Baby, want to? Oh yeah, give me the hard one. She's like, yeah, we don't. of course. <laughs> no. You get to say the lovey, amazing yeah. thing about our book, babe. Drag her through this one, yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah, I mean that is something that we do talk about a lot in the book because we just we didn't want to be you know the world doesn't need another highlight reel, right? So we wanted right. to share like the struggles, the the reality of the messy stuff of our relationship in the book. So we talk a lot about there's a chapter called the code of conflict, and we talk a lot about just how we handle conflict in our relationship and 
how we try yeah. to view conflict as an opportunity for learning more about each other. And that doesn't always necessarily work yeah. out. Um, but we've kind of set ourselves these boundaries for when we do fight, how to do it in a fair way. And yeah. so I and, think and we want to, yeah, the and we, I feel like we also are kind of non-negotiables for conflict. Like when conflict yeah. does arise, it's inevitable, but how do we prevent conflict from turning into fighting? Mm -hmm. How do we keep it in like a conflict to resolve conflict to resolve mode as opposed to conflict to fighting? And yeah. Escalating? Because ultimately like, what's the, what's the goal? What's mm -hmm. the point? Like we believe, you know, the point of marriage isn't just marriage itself. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause if, the point of marriage was marriage, then the ultimate goal would probably be happiness or something. But we think happiness is actually a byproduct of how you would treat your marriage or approach conflict and whatnot. So I think the perspective of like, okay, we're on a mission together. We got goals. Mm -hmm. We've got yeah. an agenda. We've got a framework to achieve this. It's so funny. Every single successful business, sports team, uh, you organization, you name it on the planet, what do they all have? They all have a mission statement. Mm -hmm. They all have goals. They all have a strategy for success. They all have yearly summits. They, they all year, have, yeah, yearly but why summits. don't we ever do that with our marriages? Like yeah, they're designing success in their, you know, all, every other organization does that, but we don't do that with our marriages. Why aren't yeah. we as intentional? It's like in we get married way, and then we know? throw throw everything up in the air and we go, well, I hope this one works out. Let's just let it be right. spontaneous right. and like organic. But I'm, but I'm going to train really hard and put diet restrictions and everything for my half marathon. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? It's like, of course. Of course, yeah. things are failing left and right because we're literally planning for failure. Yeah. So that being said, going back to your question of like, you know, handling conflict and stuff, I think we just have a fun perspective of like, mm -hmm. okay, we're on mission here. So how do we plan for success? Because mm -hmm. there's going to be conflict, of course, you can't get rid of it. Like literally, there's always going to be conflict because I'm going to be a different me next year. Oh, no and question. she's going to have yeah. to deal with a different me. Yeah. Conflict. I think what you guys said is great is, you know, what's the ultimate goal of whatever yeah. it is you guys, whatever the conflict is. And I think that's where, at least in the infancy, when Jan and I kind of look back, we realize we were in the infancy of we were just trying to be right. Well, what, mm. that doesn't, yeah. that's not the purpose, really. No, I think like, we I mean, wanted to be heard. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. And we didn't know how to hear each other. Ultimately, ultimately yeah. we wanted to be heard, but we did mm. it by yeah. trying to win. Yeah, right. that's, you know, like, like, no, 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 hear me, hear me, hear me. And it's like, yeah. well, right. I'm not. Yeah. And it's like, if we yeah. felt like we won, yeah. then we felt like we were heard. But really, mm -hmm. that, that's not oh, the that's same thing at all. That is a very yeah. awesome statement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then our voices just kept getting higher yeah. and higher. Because oh, we're quote. both like, well, we're both getting higher. And that's what there's our therapist a, there's always says. There's a quote says. I love. Can yeah. I say it? Can I say it? <laughs> it's <laughs> the, uh, the volume of your voice does not determine the validity of your argument. But it feels like it's but so it much. Like it. so oh, not man. for Jeremy though. Jeremy's voice. I'm never. a nine, so I'm he's like, like he's I never like total peacemaker. Oh really? He's like the passive aggressive in the argument. You know, oh, he's me. just like disappear, gone. I see you, boo. There's no yeah. It's just I'm like wait wait wait. Where's the intensity? You're gonna match me back, right? Right. Like, what are on. you? What are you, Mike? What's I'm you? I'm the intensity, and Jan is the passive aggressive. So okay. even I'll get animated. I'll be like, you know what? Like what's going yeah, on? And Jan right. will be like. Well, you're getting heightened. I'm like, no, I'm just animated. That's me. Like, That's I'm just so kinda, I'm just kind of like, no, I'm talking about this. I'm, I'm like, not you're being mean. You don't need to be so heightened. Right. Just because I get animated, she says I'm being mean. I'm so, like, I actually oh. haven't said anything mean. I don't I'm know. Just I don't know about you, Jenna, but sometimes I've got to like check my spirit because sometimes we'll get into what uh, Emerson Egrich calls heated fellowship. What does he call it? Yeah, heated, heated fellowship. fellowship. <laughs> and like, Audrey will get all animated and get all crazy, and then I'll just go, babe, you need to calm down. Right. Oh, that would he'd be so. <laughs> I know it's ooh. Uh -uh. Even saying it is kind of crazy, but it's and I gotta check my spirit because sometimes it'll like flare her up, you know. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it'll be like, actually, that always flares you up. 
if I say it like that audaciously, you know, like you need to calm down. But we do have those <laughs> moments of like me trying to match her intensity or it, should I like try to calm her down? And likewise, me not being passive aggressive, sometimes Audrey needs to tell me like, hey, do you like, do you care? Like engage yeah. with this. Right. Like, don't yeah. just walk is away from it. Is there anything there? <laughs> yeah, it's man Emotion, dealing with that please? stuff. That's, oh, where the Enneagram's, is so that's where the Enneagram's yes. been so helpful for us. Do you guys but. know? Do you guys do Enneagram? Or do you know it? We did, but uh, we forgot. What was it? <laughs> yeah. That's like the numbers, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Right. It's yeah. The we had, I, we had a we had a span of like um, psychics and healers and oh, everyone come in like that week, and there was just just do it all. It like, was just it was a lot, and so I yeah. think I was I need to listen back to the podcast because we mm -hmm. did have an anagram person guy. Yeah. Enneagram. But, enneagram. Again, yeah. it all yeah. with so many in it small window it was just kind of in one so, the other at, blurry. at some point blurry but it what guys, does it tell you again <laughs> so, remind us. basically like not to get all into the enneagram training because it's such a tangent but it's uh, it's essentially a uh self-discovery for self-growth tool yeah. so it teaches so it, you more about yourself and it shows you like the box you're in and teaches you how to get out of it it's so it's not huge, an excuse for you to like stay the way you are it's teaching you how you are the way you are, why you are the way you are, what motivates you to be that way better. so that yeah. you can change and grow. And yeah. it's so good for marriage. It's been like, probably one of the most helpful tools like we've ever discovered. So well, then maybe we Anyways, should go back to that, Yeah, babe. we should. It's, it probably, it's, it's like a book a, on it. It's like a more... <laughs> I mean, I'll add that to my queue too, but that's yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, if we, if we were ever to write a book, would you actually read our own book, babe? We'd be like, no, because I wrote yeah. it. Yeah, I read it while I was typing it. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but that's kind of like... A more introspective way of learning yourself compared to like introspective way of learning yourself compared to like love languages. Yeah. Like love languages mm -hmm. learning yourself, but this is like a deeper dive into. Mm -hmm. I think it's that one's dynamic. more for Absolutely. learning about the other person. Love languages, because so I think we Not always know our love language. It's, it's about learning what the other person's is. Yeah, yeah. but you, you don't really know your love language until you know, like until you. Oh, I've know always what, known mine. <laughs> know what it is on paper. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known how to articulate my love language. Really? Yeah, I feel like Jared's uh, no. the same way. Uh, yeah, right. Babe? I would say so too. Been, if probably. I never heard it's about him, I'd be like, ah. I I wouldn't. I think guys don't I, naturally. I didn't know mine. I think until I actually started. Someone, you started like meeting that need, mm. and actually, we tell the story in the book when I first recognized it. Remember with the oh, yeah. Um. Uh, words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. So what's next? They yeah. got the love letter life now. What's yeah. what's the sequel? What's the <laughs> what's? Well, we're are you just, just trying enjoying? to like take I mean, a breath I'm sure. of fresh air? <laughs> yeah, it's, um, has the book tour just been crazy? It's been yeah, so fun. It has been really fun. It's so cool to get to do this together because it would have been one thing. Like a lot of people write books, but then the fact that we get to write a book that's actually our story and mm -hmm. then experience it all together and go on this tour yeah. together is just so fun. Um, it's pretty fun. We're, I mean, there's more books in the works, but yeah, more books. We're the podcast is fun. We're kind of trying to like soak this one in, which they, we, we were also on podcast. your podcast. Yeah, so that was really fun. We appreciate y'all having us. Yes. On. Yeah, that was a great one. That was a great time. Super fun. Don't know when we're gonna put that one out, but we soon. just planned it. We just planned it before <laughs> literally this. Literally, <laughs> we're like rearranging all the schedules. Yeah. No, as we've been it. gone, so we're like, we're plugging with all with all the time together and the book tour and the podcast and everything that you guys do together. What do you do for yourselves? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Dude, we're trying to get He's back like, to that, know. man. Like we, yeah. I feel like we went through a season of, uh, you know, having like this, this, the book really is kind of an overflow of a passion we have for like pursuing a healthy relationship and whatnot and just bringing our generation people along our journey with us as we learn and grow. But alongside of the book and like our, our care for relationships, we started quite a few projects. <laughs> and I think right now we're kind of, we're realizing like, this isn't like 
there's more to life than work. We just like working together. We love it. And we're always starting something and we lay in bed like till 1 a.m. just talking about the next project. Oh, I love that. We love That's that. Really cool. We just always but need the next But to your project. point, it's coming at a cost. And like recently we've realized like, wow, I, like, I really liked bike riding at once upon a time. Like maybe I should start bike riding mm -hmm. every Saturday. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of in our personal, I think, conviction. Um, just as we finished the book up and it's been so beautiful and awesome and fun. But now we're realizing like, okay, after this, going back to your question, Jana, it's like, let's like, what's next? Like, we're probably going to try to calm down for a second, mm -hmm. like all summer, you know, just like, okay, that was amazing. Let's kind of, let's kind of keep some stuff rejuvenate. going, rejuvenate, refill, refuel. So and tend to sort of some of the things that we've let be on the back burner and in maintenance mode for a while, yeah. because our other things that we have got going on, we just kind of, okay, yeah. we just got to wait because we got to work on this big project. Well, that's okay. There's seasons for everything. So I agree. And I think there are seasons for, I mean, I know Mike needs more of his time, but you know, he's like, well, don't you want to go and, you know, go for a hike or do this? I'm like, yeah, but when tell me like in, yeah, in our day yeah. right now we have so much going on yeah. with the two kids i mean it's yeah. i'm like yes would i love to go um with the girls to the spa for three hours i would love that yeah. but i also have a list of things i have to do I that i honestly won't even finish like in the day I know. This okay. is that, like, there, there's Again, it's the season we're in right now. Yeah. Is we have a lot of projects right now. The season that we're in, and it's and then, then we're, hopefully next we're, season. What is the season that we don't? This have? sounds like our bedtime conversation. This, like this is our pillow yeah. talk. I, Jared, but, wait, Odd, when is the season going to end? We can't just keep launching new things every month. We can't just keep releasing. Yeah. Like, maybe it's, maybe Audrey, in the winter it, time. Is Audrey more of like the train that keeps it going? That like is always. Oh, yes. Yeah, she's definitely. That's how, yeah, that's. Yep, and then I just want to like sometimes step in and just go like, no, I'm going to go for a walk. Oh, but Jared, I'm like, oh, I don't care. Like, let it all hit the wall. You know. Yeah, and I'll be back in ten minutes or an hour. We are trying to create a brand. And yeah. we're trying to make a circle. Oh my it's god! Very hard. Janet, last night we're in bed about to go to bed, and so she's familiar. like asked me a question about later this month about a traveling plan if we're going to do it. I'm just kind of like, can we talk about it tomorrow? No. Like, yeah. and she's just yeah. like, uh, it like yeah. it just like messed her up. She's yeah. like, uh, yeah, I you guys, guess. this is so. This is, to me, everything is urgent. It's urgent. That's what she is. Jeremy, like, nothing thing. is urgent. Oh, no, so and also. There's no such thing as a crisis. There's no such thing as an emergency. Like, I tell this story all the time. I'm gonna interrupt my piece. We got a motorcycle accident. Do you tell you guys this? What? No? Okay, this is he a while He wants ago. a motorcycle. Okay. And also, we, Ooh, this is yikes. another tangent. When we lived in LA, <laughs> yeah. we drove on this tiny little motorcycle around splitting traffic. Dude, I'm looking at What? I don't know why. Mind? We were. Stupid. We I were like flip-offs in a dress. We were out of our mind. On this motorcycle when we lived here. We're on like, we're on a show. We're going to yes, like, Stupid. <laughs> the stupidest decision. We got in a motorcycle accident and I flew no. off. Jared kind of like spun off into the ditch. We were fine. A car hit us and we just like spun off in the ditch. We were going bushes. four we're miles going really an hour. slow. I would. I, just I didn't even want to classify it as an pain. accident. Like it was Jeremy. Like, <laughs> Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy lifts up the fire engines. Come all this stuff. The lady's freaking out. She thinks we're gonna like sue her. You know, like all this stuff. Jeremy lifts up the bike and he's like, "Babe, the bike's fine. Do you want us to go to breakfast?" <laughs> Shut like that is the we can still make breakfast. Nothing is ever wrong. Nothing no, is ever that's guys. That's guys in general. Right, but uh, it's just the thing is like, you know, Jana yeah. will be coming to me this this week about a lot of stuff. We have a lot of moving parts. Well, and, like and our plan. nanny quit. Our house. We're moving. Oh, no. There's movers. And, we got school. We got the kids stuff. We have to schedule. We have to move right. her and ballet to Nashville. We're this talking is about it. And Jana, like on the phone or in person, and she just starts like, okay, I need to call this person do this. I'm like, honey. Let's just just give it a second. She's like, no, I gotta call them right now. I gotta make this decision right now. We have to do Dude. this. I'm like, 
let's just look at all the variables. But, but there's, there's but, no other variables, and guess what? There was another variable. So, I was but, right. Like, yeah, let's yeah. just go. Let's get the train but moving. Here's what's so funny about this. What do you mean? I think Waiting? Because the, the male, the and I think this is the balance that makes it work, right? Because if two people are that high strong, it's not going to work. If two yes. people are that laid back, it's not going to work. It's true. Yes. Yes. It's the I would have gotten it done 10 minutes before because before told me to is, wait. There's a million things, and everything's going crazy, and I'm so stressed out, and his thing is, look, everything's going to be fine. And you're both right. Yeah. Right. It's just a different perspective on the same situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's where, like, I think that collides. And this is, again, kind of, we interviewed Chris Hewitts, uh, who wrote Sacred Enneagram, and he brought this perspective to us, which I thought was awesome. And that is what we used to battle out, we now accept as the gift that the other brings to the conversation. So, like, without Audrey, I would probably not, I would sloth mode. Sloth mode. I would tend <laughs> to do way less, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. But without me, Audrey would be way, way unhealthy and still having anxiety attacks like, all hair. the time. Lose her hair. <laughs> so it's like we bring a gift to each other. And once we like yeah. start to accept that and then wrestle in the tension of that, right? That's mm -hmm. when I think true health is kind of mm -hmm. realized. And for us, obviously we're still in the process very much so, but that was a very <laughs> awesome perspective shift. Like that I had, it was like, wow, her intensity, like babe, bring it let's go thank you mm -hmm. as long as she on the turn side mm -hmm. goes thank you for calming me down like yeah let's let's go do something this weekend i think mm -hmm. there's a balance there and obviously it's 100 percent hinges on healthy communication to mm -hmm. find it but yeah. do you agree with this i agree with the one side but i don't agree with <laughs> oh the other God. side because i still think <laughs> i still think that certain things like you would never think about we have to move, you know, across country and there's all these different variables that have to line up in place for these things to happen. So I think the timing of things is very important because if not, then we would have lost out on more. We would have spent more money and blah, yeah, blah, that's blah. true. And timing just, is timing right. is timing is key. Right. And, yeah. I, sure. and I understand that. But I think, you know, Jeremy hit it on the head. That's exactly how we are. I think it is a gift mm -hmm. because if I matched your energy, we'd be constantly in panic and anxiety. I bring us down. Just <laughs> this, this, let me just give let me just give a, a small example, and this isn't to put Jane yeah. on blast or anything like that. It's no, not, yeah. it's, it's not a terrible thing, but we had an issue with our nanny. <laughs> she who, quit. Listen, that's, listen. That's, 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 an, issue. that's an issue. That's no, an issue. Listen, listen, we not, have that's so even, many trips coming up. We're like, go ahead. All right. Go. She can't even let the sloth talk. <laughs> yeah. She's she's, go, she's like ten conversations ahead of me. Yeah. No, that's not even the one I was going to talk about. Okay. <laughs> we we needed our nanny for some dates uh, later in May. She responded saying that I told Jana back in January that I needed these dates X, Y, and Z off because mm -hmm. I had family obligations and so on. She, she ended up screenshotting me the text. Before I ever got any of that, Jana was like, she did not tell me. No, no, no. And where I wanted to go, Jamie, I wanted to say, well, can you, should, can you look? Just look, I just make sure because I'm like, I'm the, I'm the messenger, right? I'm the messenger between our contractor, yeah, yeah, between yeah. our nanny. Yep. I'm that guy. And just Jana has her hand inside of me and just like using my mouth as a puppet. So I'm just saying what she said. So Jana's like, yo, respond right now. Tell her right now that you know this isn't unacceptable and so on and so forth. I'm, and just my personality, I wanted to be like, let's just make sure. But I didn't say it. I just said, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. I just kind of gave, you know, threw in my towel. I was like, all right, fine. I said it. Come back. Our nanny sends me the screenshot of her telling Jana that she needed those days off. And Jana's saying, Okay, no problem. Exclamation point. Smiley face. It's all good. And I had to sit there and be the bad guy. It was a really long time ago. Yeah. Regardless, she but, needs to work. But you didn't put it on, <laughs> but you didn't put it on the calendar. You Wait, didn't put it on the calendar. Gonna, so your nanny quit and you're moving. But were you going to bring, was she going to move with you? We hadn't really figured it out yet. We, I don't okay. think she would have. 
because I think we there was a lot you of need things like happening. A temp nanny until you move. When, when, yes, so that's been very stressful. But oh. we've, I actually did use care.com and we have yeah. someone that we hired for off there. Oh. So, um, but but yeah, so I think there was just some issues already that we were getting frustrated with. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be good for the next situation because I just don't think certain <laughs> things have to be that stressful. I I wasn't stressed. No, I, I'm just saying, just decisions and stuff like that. Like we can, we can make the decisions in the, in the same right? timely. No, it's, it's a big deal. deal. We can make the decisions the same timely manner. You're right, honey. With this kind of demeanor. You're right, sweetheart. As opposed to, we gotta do it right now. We have 10 million things. High blood pressure. Just, let's just oh, calm down, dude. You're so it's lucky to have you guys both bring a gift. You're so lucky. Honey. Thank you. You guys are a gift though, and your love letter life is beautiful. Where else can our fans follow you? Yeah. So pretty much to. Find all the irons we have in the fire. You can just go to theroloffs.com. That's all. Yeah, R O L O F F. One L, two Fs. <laughs> That's the other big misspelling everyone does. Jeremy with a J. Jeremy with a J. Jeremy. Audrey with an E. Where are our names on social media? Yep. Instagram. We're big on Instagram. Jeremy Roloff. Get their book, A Love Letter Life. You can get it anywhere. Um, right. it's amazing and guys thank you I thank love you, you guys you can guys. we please like so hang out yeah. yes thank you. please yeah. and come to Oregon de-stress come to Oregon okay I love it have you heard about the revolution in online furniture shopping or Joybird the company behind it all Joybird believes that you should never settle when it comes to your home furnishings and that you should always have the freedom to be boldly original which is exactly what Jana and I are trying to do right now for our new house in Nashville And with Joybird, you get one-of-a-kind furniture made to your unique taste. They can turn any of the ideas that Jana and I have for our new house into reality with hundreds of styles and options. There's even a wide range of kid and pet-friendly upholstery options available, which we know we're going to need with two kids and two dogs. To help us along with that, they have free personal design consultants to help nail down our perfect design. There's a 365-day home trial with any Joybird piece. Skip the furniture store and bring the showroom home to you. Sit on it, sleep on it, break it in. If you don't love your Joybird, return for a full refund. See how Joybird is revolutionizing online furniture shopping. Create the furniture that brings you joy today at joybird.com slash Jana. Go to joybird.com slash Jana and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using the code Jana. I love the roll-offs. They're so sweet. They're, They're like our counterpart. I really, they're like our counterpart. <laughs> that was cute. I said that. <laughs> they're fantastic. I really like them a lot. Um, can, I know this is kind of getting a long show, but can we just do one email, Mark? I mean, we got some really interesting ones, but this one I found uh, particularly intriguing from Mandy. Oh, I've been with how my did boy- I know you're going to pick that one? What really? <laughs> do you not? Do you not want it? No, you can. Mandy says I've been with my boyfriend for almost four years. We are looking to get engaged this year. We don't really have a sex life. And that's mainly his choice. We're a very PDA and affectionate couple. I feel 100% loved by him in every other way with no doubts. Backstory. He and his ex chose to have an abortion when they were together, and he won't forgive himself for it. I think it's really messed him up. He says he finds me attractive. He says when we get married, it won't be like this. And I don't know what to believe. I feel like I've tried everything. I can't get him to open up. And if I try too much, he gets very shy and closes up. Oh. Hmm. I mean, there's no question in there, but uh, I, I mean, not having sex for, for four years. I don't see how, just in my personal opinion, I don't see how when they get married, change. it'll change. I think people, I think people set too many expectations when it's, oh, when we get married, this will happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that. 
I thought that about myself and issues that I dealt with. And, you know, when I get married, I'll never cheat. Right. When I get married. Yeah. Joke's on you, kid. (laughs) Oh, how far we've come. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when I get married, I won't have issues with. When I get married, I won't be passive aggressive. I just feel like people think that's a fixer and it's nothing's going to change. Yeah, Mandy. I mean, is, did she say that he's doing therapy? No, but boy, he's crying out for it. She doesn't mention it, but I hope he is. I know. I would just say I would be cautious to marry. I think he needs to do some work on himself in therapy because, I mean, I can understand how he's beating himself up. And if he's really worried about having another baby and that happening, you know, are you maybe get on the pill to make him more com- com- comfortable? I think it's 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 kind of something we've touched on earlier in this podcast, not today, but in previous episodes, how he's now married the concept of sex mm-hmm. with this incredible crushing guilt he's dealing with. Right. And one directly led to the other, and they're just all in one big ball. And that's why he needs the therapy, is to sort those things out and separate those, untangle great those. Point. He, yeah, if he can. that's a great point. He hasn't been able to in a healthy way, compartmentalize right. those aspects of the relationship and what marriage entails. And Yeah, that's a great point. So give him a chance, but I would very highly suggest he, like having him go to therapy and working through that because that's going to be a tough one. Brutal. And the longer it goes, the worse I think it'll be too. Yeah, don't wait till you're married to try to work on that stuff. Yeah. Right. Some argue against uh, having a... Uh couples therapy before you get married but this is a situation that really calls out for it oh i say you should always have couples if if people didn't believe in therapy before marriage then they're just kind of being naive and it's like they almost don't want to know the problems they have Mm -hmm. because they just want to have that dream of being married to that person so they don't want to figure out any issues right you shouldn't have problems you've only been together a few years everything should be fine everything should be easy but again that's a common misconception Mm -hmm. well i've learned a lot this episode about fire and the Roloffs and, you know, Laura Laughlin and them going to prison. <laughs> stay tuned. Back. And how about Mike just wants to take them out back. So stay tuned, style, guys. Baby. Stay tuned to see who's around next week. Wind down next time. Woohoo. All right, we're going to go Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.